Hi, I'm Lucas James. And I'm Jordan Ross. And we're the co-hosts of How to Scale an Agency. After scaling our own agencies to over $185,000 per month in sales and working with agencies doing hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue like Hawk Media and Neil Patel, we've made this show to interview the top digital marketing agency owners and highlight the fastest ways to scale your agency. If you'd like to join the best digital marketing agency community on the planet and let us help you scale, go to twiz.io to sign up today. What is going on, agency owners? This is Jordan Ross, founder of Big Figure Agency. And today we got a special episode, one I'm really excited about. We got a good friend, client of ours, a man who's had a massive growth rate in 2022, Mike with Build Good, founder of Build Good, where they help nonprofits you know, succeed and grow through paid media and online marketing. And Mike, I'm really excited to share your story with the audience. Just have you here because I remember like I had just pulled it up before we clicked record. You DM me on October 14th, 2021. Hey, Jordan, not sure if you're the right fit, but you got me interested. We're a small agency. Let me know about your process so we can find out more. And we ended up kicking off in January this year. And mm-hmm. you guys have had massive success. I think you told me where you guys were at. I think if I'm recalling correctly, you added like 50K in MRR this year in total. When we started with you, I think we were at 20K MRR, if I remember correctly, our first conversations. And as of today, we're ending the year with 70K in, in monthly recurring revenue. Our clients are, it's not project-based, it's all 12-month contracts. So it is, it's true MRR. That's beautiful. And one of the things coming into this year was like, I can't grow anymore because I am the person involved. And our intention was, hey, if we can just get you more of your time back and build a good operation, then you could go sell, which is exactly what happened. So we'll get into that. But to kick off the conversation, you would ask me, how was Europe? So I'm going to start with that. And for those of you who don't know, I took the entire month of June. It was either May or June this summer. I took the entire month off. Um, it was great. Um, we went to Spain. We went to Barcelona, Mallorca. We went to France. We went to the French Riviera, Paris. We went to Italy. We went to Como, which was my favorite place. We went to Milan. We went to wine country. We did... Yeah, so we did um, the coast of Italy too. So it was it was great. The business grew in that month too, and I didn't work a day. So, I mean, that's an interesting thing that you said because the thing is, I think many of us can figure out with time how the business can run without us, but how the business can grow without us—that's that's a completely different sort of a thing, right? You know, when I left, I was so anxious because, like, yeah. it's one thing I know how to build these systems. Obviously, we do it for our clients. We do it for myself. But it's another thing of actually doing it where you take a month off. That first week, I was so anxious. Holy <laughs> shit, this is really scary. This is really scary. But um, that yeah. first week, we brought on five clients. Like, good. I kept getting bing, bing, bing. And I'm like so sitting there. But yeah, the team really held the fort down. And we've grown immensely this year. You know, like we're practitioners of what we <laughs> teach to our clients. You know, I think our consulting team is now up to seven consultants we got two new sales guys full ops guy so like you know we just been mm-hmm. following the process so i think the goal is to be at 200 250 clients by next year we're up to we're pushing 70 right now so when you came back were you like because i took a little bit of time off this year too not a lot took, not, not as much as weeks. you did but but it took three weeks and when i came back two of those weeks was completely like you can't you can't really reach me right and when i came back 
it was so helpful. A, same thing that you experienced. Amazing. Things are still running. But B, I also found a bunch of blind spots, my own mostly, but things where I hadn't covered things enough. Did you find any of that or? Yeah. So there's a process we do with our clients called the stress test. When you take off for three or four weeks, you are stressing your business and you will test to see what does and does not work. The thing that I learned was appointment setting. The appointment setting process was not streamlined. It relied 100% on me being there. So when I came back, one, I had to fill my pipeline back up. My pipeline completely dropped. So I'll tell you right here, we had brought on seven new clients in June. So that's what, so I was off mm-hmm. in June. So, and the month before that, we had brought on six. We grew up by one new client. The month after that, because we had set so few appointments, we brought on two. So that was like, oh shit, like, okay, I need to build the appointment setting system. So I really invested the last four or five months being building that. And that's, you know, now taken us. I mean, after that, we've brought on 43 new clients starting in August of this year. And that's because we're really focusing on that system. So yeah, man, yeah. practice what we preach. But this conversation, I don't want it to be too much about me. I want it to be about you. So Mike, let's let's take a blast from the past. For everyone that does not know you, tell us what is Build Good. And coming into 2022, what was the situation of Build Good? Where were you guys at in terms of your pain points, the reasons why we engaged and what happened. And this is really cool because this is so timely. It's like one of the last mm-hmm. days of the year. So this is actually a true reflection of what happened. Yeah. So cool. We're a fundraising agency. We're a direct response fundraising agency. We help nonprofits raise more money from individual donors through, like you said, paid media, direct mail, digital emails, landing pages. It's a completely done for you sort of plug and play where we come in and we implement our own process called the fundraising flywheel. It's a a set monthly fee. Our clients know exactly what to expect in terms of um, there's none of this like hidden costs or markups or change orders or whatever that sometimes when you're working with an agency, because our market is a little bit more price sensitive. And again, I've tested myself enough. Is that just a false belief that I have or is that, or is that true? But it is true. Our like nonprofits are more cost sensitive than some other businesses. The decision maker in the nonprofit is not an entrepreneur who's spending their own money. So oftentimes they have to go to the board to get approval for the budget. Even if they're the CEO of the, of the nonprofit, every nonprofit has a board that is ultimately responsible for a budget. So the sales process is different. It's a lot longer, the sales cycle. And so we really create an offer that is as clear cut as possible. So they, they don't have any, like we remove any objections in terms of cost, not in terms of we're not the cheapest, not by far. We don't want to be, but we are, I think, super, super clear in our pricing and what the entire next 12 months are going to look like. So they have as much clarity as possible in, in making that decision. I love that. I loved your offer when we, when we met a year ago. I mean, I loved what you were doing, who you were doing it for, like you're helping nonprofits Make a bigger impact by raising more funds, right? Who doesn't love that? Tell us about um, coming to this year. What were your pain points and things that you were facing and the reason like we engaged, right? What were those bottlenecks that you as a founder at that 20K mark that you were experiencing that was disabling you to grow? I started as a freelancer. And so I just had a couple of clients, right? And then um, things grew a little bit. And I was like, oh man, like we really got to go. I need some ops help. So my wife actually went all in on the business and then was just her and I, and she was doing all the admin stuff. I was doing all the client stuff. Then we grew a little bit more. So we brought in employee number one, Becky. And then we got to 20K MRR. So that was like, there was three of us at 20K MRR, almost no overhead, completely remote business. But you can do the math. 
that's not certainly where we want it to be, right? So I knew that like if we put gasoline on this fire, we can grow. I felt like we had a good fit for the offer in the market. I thought there was a real need, but I couldn't get out of the work. I was in the weeds. So you actually had this, like the reason I reached out to you is you had 20 or 30 second, second video on LinkedIn. I think it was the profile video at the time that LinkedIn yeah, allowed you to have. Sure, I need to update that. <laughs> I was like, I know this guy is is actually speaking exactly to my situation. He's like, you can't get out of the work. You're doing all the client work. You need to get out to grow it, but you can't. The way to get out is to have more staff, but you can't have more staff unless you grow it. So you're you're caught in this in this you know messy middle when you can't go either way. So that's where we were. That's 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 what we were facing and feeling it pretty pretty acutely, I would say. Yeah. So looking back on the year, we built a lot of stuff, right? Built a lot of different things on the software side. We brought in some partners to help build out mm-hmm. management. We hired someone, but like, what were the maybe three to five top things we built? 20K to 70K, like, that's a great success this year. Like, and that's 70K every month. True MR, as you said. So you're in a wildly different place as an owner. You took your first vacation three weeks, like, you hadn't been able yeah. to do that. What were the things we build, built that enabled that success for you, that enabled you to? take some time for yourself and actually go and sell more because you could take on more now? What were those mm-hmm. three, three to five things that stand out for you? First and foremost, and this is an ongoing, we're not, we're not there yet, but it is build out a library of standard operating procedures and trainings. And we didn't have any of that. And part of the reason things were going okay is because I had my hand in everything. But as we were going to scale, I no longer am going to see every single piece that goes out. And so we need checklists, we need clear trainings, we need very clear documentation of, you know, this is how we do things. And this is the standard that you are held to because this is how we do things. And so we are still, I think, underestimated how much work that is. <laughs> we are still. It takes. I think people overlook that it's it's logical in nature. I just need to build SOPs. It's going to take you a year mm-hmm. at least because you're going to make them in six months down the road, something's going to change yeah. and something's going to. Like we were bringing on a new sales professional. I had to make all my new SOPs for my sales process because we've gotten better. Our prices have increased. Our offer has shifted. We improved our software. Like so much. I'm like, so this is what I'm doing last night. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm going to go to the gym and then end up working for an hour because I have to make all these trainings. So it, it allows you to get going, but you know, it really is an evergreen approach. You have to keep doing it. So we built yep. the SOPs. We started to standardize things on your process. What else happened after that that enabled that growth? I said, okay, cool. I've got, I've got these guys that can coach me through some of the stuff and help me out. I'm just going to go and sell a little bit more. Even if I feel like things are going to break, um, I'm just going to go do that. So we did that, got some, got some new revenue in the door, had to hire. So we built out a hiring process, got clear on our values, got clear on the wall, clearing the wall, got clear on... Yeah, you're going to have to listen to some of that episode. To, if somebody doesn't know what clearing the wall means, they're going to have to... Uh, Go yeah. through your back catalog. Fil- filtration process to make sure we have yeah. the right talent coming in the door. Yeah, that's right. This is Jordan Ross. Booking meetings at scale month over month is hard. Over the last three years, I've been accumulating the best hacks my clients have been using to set appointments for their seven and eight figure businesses. I've taken all of these systems and now my agency, eight figure agency, books 60 to 85 meetings a month. That's 15 meetings a week on average, which has supercharged my agency past the million dollar run rate. I want to help simplify lead generation for your agency. So I made a free training on how I do this. Yep, that's right. I'm giving away the entire system for free. 
If you want to set 85 appointments a month, go to eightfigureagency.co forward slash leads to get your free training today. That's eightfigureagency.co forward slash leads. Filtration process to make sure we have the right talent coming in the door. Yeah, that's right. So we did that. That was very helpful. We still use that system to date. As new people were coming on board, the third thing that um, where we followed your methodology was an FAQ process. But I, I think I'm skipping a step here. I'll, I'll, I'll make that number four. Number three is we were doing all of this stuff in Google Drive and Google Sheets. And it was frustrating me to keep everything organized. And so we built out uh, an air, air Moved everything to Airtable, built out some different Airtable bases to help to help categorize and sort things. We still store most stuff in Google Drive and then link to it from Airtable. I'm a little bit scared to have the raw content just in Airtable in case we ever want to migrate or in case Airtable is ever down or in case whatever. Like we have it. Actually, there is a way to back up your data. And I could, if you want the introduction, I can make an introduction to someone that could, if you want to have it stored in the cloud outside of Airtable, we do have that. First, you gotcha. can make an introduction to. Yeah. SOPs, so, hiring, sourcing mm-hmm. talent, the OS, as I call it, the operating system. So the CRM, mm-hmm. the project management, team management, learning management, and the yeah. FAQ process, right? And then, so, and then once we had Airtable in place, we implemented an FAQ process. And I got clear on the team about it. And this is probably one of the neatest things that we've done. And I'll tell you why it's been beneficial in many different ways. So... We have a question, uh, a Slack channel called questions. And then the pinned message at the top is, if you have a question, here's the steps that you got to follow. Number one, knowing everything you know about our values and how we do things. How would you solve this? That might give you the answer right there. Maybe you didn't need to ask the question. I love that. Number two, if the question still isn't answered, go and check our FAQ library, our trainings, and our SOPs. If it's still not in there, submit an FAQ. So there's an Airtable form. Now you to do the development and the project management. Simplest way to source for these people is first and foremost, look to your network. Who is someone that you know that you trust that could be entrepreneurial? Ask for referrals. Some of my best hires, we got a new guy that's coming onto our sales team for consulting. He came through referral and this guy, this guy's making 20 to $30,000 a month already. And he wants to come work with us. You're not going to find that guy on LinkedIn. You need to get referral to that guy. And then third and fourth, Upwork and LinkedIn. Your first hire, in my opinion, should be someone that's an employee, but that's entrepreneurial that could turn into a partner eventually. Mine was Zach Veet. Zach came in. I trained him on how to consult. He had built a million-dollar agency, and he was a client of mine. So I trained him on how to consult. Then he started taking over sales, and it, it immensely helped us grow. So you need to hire that first person. Specific things you need to map out while you're hiring is set very clear expectations, and you need to map out the responsibilities of the role, the goals of the role, and the KPIs of the role. That will enable you to easily manage them because what you'll make for them is what I call a daily checklist, where the daily things you had to do for each account, where the KPIs, where the monthly goals, did you hit them? Yes or no. We set that up. Amazon does that. That's why we have it. That will enable you to easily onboard, train, and hold them accountable. So what you want to do with this employee for this specific person, you want them to manage one to two accounts at first to ensure that they can succeed. Then you start to ramp up. And that's how we do it with all of our new consultants. Like I said, our consultants, these guys are more tenured. I'm the young, I'm literally the youngest full-time employee on my team, minus one of my sales consultants. And all these guys are tenured. These guys have been in the industry 10, 15, 20, 30 years. So I have the ability to hire really good talent. But at first, you're going to need to hire someone that might, need, might not be perfect. 
train them to be great, scale that one operation 40, 50K per month. At this point, now that you're at 40, 50K a month, you have your full-time person, you have a few admins to help you out with a handful of things. The next most important hire is the backend operator. So this is the person that's going to basically be your COO, CTO. This is Justin Damis for us. Justin has been a godsend. Justin was my assistant manager when I worked at Amazon in 2017. And he came in, he built out everything. He optimized our software for our CRM, our project management, our learning management. He builds out all my integrations. He helps us manage capacity. At first, he was helping us onboard clients and manage the onboarding process. That person will do so much for you that you don't even realize there are so many things that can be streamlined if you have this person. This person, you could probably find someone on Upwork for a very reasonable rate. You could probably find them in Latin America if you're in the United States, or you could probably find them in South Africa if you're in the in Europe or the UK and probably pay them pretty cheap, but they could be really talented. So what I'd probably look up is Zapier consultant or Airtable developer, database architect, something around those words hire that person, that person will just start building shit that will make your life so much easier and you'll stop doing so much shit. So at this point, you have a few admins to take care of admin shit, you're a full-time hire and you have your backend operator. This is when you wanna start ramping up your appointments. So you wanna start to scale to 50 to 100 appointments a month as best as possible. We are sitting around 100 appointments a month now. Hire WizofEcom to learn this on Twitter. Hire us if you wanna learn this too. Don't, in my opinion, do not hire an, a lead gen agency. Sorry if you're a client of mine, I just don't believe in it. What we do for our clients is when a client signs on, we give them a full one of our full-time SDRs at a seriously discounted rate. Like we're undercutting the market by probably two thirds. And the reason we're doing that, we're not selling them Legion, we're just giving them someone that can just be an SDR and send a lot of DMs. So from here, you have appointments, you have some capacity, you will either need to hire a closer or a new team member to you know take on new capacity or both, right? So finding a closer, just reach out to me. We have a guy that sources for us. His name is Ishmael. He is, I've never found someone that sources talent so well. This guy's exceptional. Just DM me or email me, jordan at eightfigureagency.co. I'll make the introduction. Final two, increase LTV. So now that you've gotten 40, 50K, it's really about building your systems like really well. This is where you go from, you've been bootstrapping, working your face off for about 12 months, 18 months, just depending on how long it's taking you to get here, you need to now turn into a real business. So this is something that we've even done and we're still doing. Even we're the ops guys and like we still are making our business like a real business, so to speak. It takes literally 24 months of development, consistency. It takes a very long time to build this. So you need to build your customer success processes. So your onboarding process, your you need to have the, all those softwares built out. You need to have your quarterly business reviews, your weekly reporting. We have all this stuff built out from a service level. We're now you know, focusing as a million, $2 million business. We're focusing on like the systems that will take us to 5 million. And then finally, right, hire more team members. So the, those are the 11 steps. You do all those things, you will, you will crush it. You follow this process. Step one, master a skill. Step two, one to five free or low ticket clients. Step three, learn how to set appointments. Step four, learn how to sell. Step five, increase prices, niche down and, and learn how to sell high ticket offers. Step six, hire one full-time contract employee, transition to full-time. Step seven, scale that to 40, 50K MRR, hire the backend operator. Step And in between then hire an admin. Step eight, increase appointments, 50 to 100. Step nine, hire a closer, hire another team member, 
Step 10, build the system. So the building the systems points, like when you should be hiring 8F, most of our clients that are hiring us that are doing less than a million are doing between 40 and 60K. And I find there's just a critical mass of you've, you've been bootstrapping your face off and now you actually need to be a real business to get to one, two, three million. And that's when most people come into our door. So if you are looking for help on this, if you're watching this when it comes out at the end of 2022, early 2023, book a call with us. We have a guaranteed offer. Everyone that's ever worked with us has been successful. We've never issued a refund over 500 clients. We're onboarding about 30 clients a month right now. That's not by accident because our systems are fucking killer. You'll get access to those systems. You'll be able to see what those systems are. If you want to scale, go to the top right corner. If you're watching this on Loom, book a call. If you are not watching this on Loom, go to eightfigureagency.co forward slash call. Book a call with us. We will help you scale like crazy in 2023. Thank you so much for your time. We are super confident that we're going to make 2023 the best year of your personal and business life. Thank you.